What's up, what's up, people? Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD podcast. I am Adam Vale. And I'm uh, Richard Bailey. And we are from The Coalition. That's the coalition with a K dot com. We are from The Coalition, and we are covering another episode of World Beyond, which, thank the gods, is it's pretty much done. This is it. This is for <laughs> episode 9, uh, The Deepest Cut, and then we have episode 10. We are going to uh, record that right after this one. So if you once you're done with this, you can just jump in the other one. And we're doing a different format. We're just going to make this a discussion. We're really just going to jump into it. We're assuming you guys all watch this episode. If not, you can just fill in the blanks. But the, man, all right. So let's just get into this. We got a lot of answers. That's the one plus side of this episode. A lot of answers. What we assumed with Huck is true. She's a double agent. Starts off the scene. She's with her mom, which is Elizabeth. Very convenient, right? It's always the boss leader that's the mom or the dad or something. And then we found out there's also a dad, right? They hint that I guess that the dad is a higher up of some sort, even though he left them. Huck was like, oh, yeah, you know, he dad left and whatever. But that was not a big surprise. Bitch, did you think that was a surprise? Because I didn't. I, I was like, we, we, I think we in the last episode, we pretty much assumed this was it. She was a spy for the CRM. Yeah, it, it wasn't no surprise. Uh, I guess they, what they should have done is explain why she did what she did. I think they, they, they attempted to do that, but uh, yeah, uh, other than the surprise, yeah, it wasn't a surprise. We we knew uh, for a while now that she obviously, because you, you, you know you had the episode where she disappeared and then didn't reappear until the following episode. So yeah, yeah, it made it, yeah, it made it clear at that point. Like, oh, what was she doing this whole time? And then there it is. After that, she's just over there. She's driving everyone. She's in charge of the truck, and she runs them off the road. She sees that oh, that Iris is riding shotgun, falls asleep, runs them off the road, and I was like, "All right, this is it. We have to walk on foot." Why? Why? <laughs> this is it. This is what you want to do. Just get them to point A to point B, and ta-da, we got everything solved. But no, they have to do this and. Then there's a, a, they're walking through the fog. There's some walkers and some barbed wire. They they clear it out, but then uh, Huck says, I mean, uh, Felix, we find out, gets hurt on his ankle. And there's that whole thing about, oh, uh, I, at first I thought, oh, he got bit, right? It's like maybe yeah. something scratched him. It's like, this is it. This is how we see uh, Felix get removed from the show. It's going to be one of those situations. But no, that that's not what happened here. That is not what happened here, you know. And I'll just jump into it because it's it's all about the big moment of this episode. And the big moment was it was a double cross, you know. Huck did the double cross. We see they do a little flashback when they were hugging at one point, and she sliced them. I was like, Shh. ah, whatever. I mean, were you surprised by that? I I mean, we knew it was going to happen, but I did you think that she was going to double cross that fast? Well, I was wondering when I started watching this episode, why it's called the deepest cut. And I guess that that was the answer uh, because it, when it, when they had the whole interaction with the, uh, the empties. Yeah. I, I assumed that he just got, you know, he got caught up in the fight and you know, yeah, he got cut or he could have gotten bitten. But as we was revealed, yes, yeah, she is the one that actually caused that cut. So that was a, yeah, wasn't too much of a surprise, but but I, you know you 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 get more context later as to why that happened. 
Yeah, because I mean the whole point, and I'm just gonna we're gonna just bring it into the main story plot. This was their plot. Then we'll get into the craziness that happened with Elton and his invisible friend and all that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the whole thing with Huck is that oh, I'm trying to get you. Uh, Hope away from the group. We find out here Hope is the asset. The plan is that she is super smart from what we see in some flashbacks where she's building a computer at six years old and she's solving puzzles and doing all this stuff and Leo is telling the doctor lady that he's with that we've seen in the, the after credits that uh, they're having some kind of a sexual relationship. A lot of hugging, kissing, dinners and all that stuff. They're living it up and he's telling you know, this whole story. So that's it. So that's how the CRM knows that this is the one they should get. Which again makes no sense. I mean, all you had to do when when Elizabeth showed up at episode one was say, "Hey, who wants to go see their dad? Come on now, Hope is gonna run onto the chopper. Why not bring Iris? I don't I don't see the issue when when Huck kept telling Hope it's like, oh well, I had to divide and that was the goal and this is why. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What is the problem? All this could have been avoided. It's just go, like, oh, well, you know, I needed you to see the world. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> see the world? They've been, they know the world is shit. They can look out from the gates and see that there's nothing else out there but empties walking around. Come on now. You had them right at the beginning when she was hope stowed away on that bus because she wanted to see what was going on. If they would have just said right now, who wants to go see the dad at the base, they would have jumped on. Then you could have did the swerve. Yeah. You know, but that's what I didn't understand because we saw there was some trying. They were trying to set up these moments with Huck when they had the it within the house when they were looking for cover, and this is when you had Huck and Iris alone, and, and Huck is telling Iris, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, Hope isn't that bright like you are," and this and this and this and that, and pulling that whole divide. It just it didn't it didn't work. It just didn't, it didn't fit well with me, and it felt out of place. And even when she goes into her room, it's like, oh, don't go in there. There's something that bad there. It's something happens. Like, well, what happened? Because <laughs> think about it. if there was a smell, if there was dead bodies, you would smell it. You would oh, yeah. smell it instantly. And again, that's also been my gripe. Everyone's so clean. Everything is so clean. No one looks uh, dirty. Their outfits are all look like they were just pressed. I I hate that. I hate that. I want to. Keep it old school. Keep it gritty, dirty. Don't wash the clothes on the set. You know, get, get everybody. Yeah, I forgot what movie I was watching. Ah, oh, man, what was it? I can't recall. But there was one the actor was talking about. It was like a behind the scenes thing. And uh, he had to look dirty and gritty. And he said before every scene, he would take his hands and dig them into the dirt. And then he would rub it against his face and on his shirt. And all that. And he did this before every scene. Why? Because he, when he would jump into the scene, obviously... The, the, the crew would have a different outfit for him. It was already clean. It was ready for him. You know, they would put their little Hollywood makeup, blood, whatever stains on But it didn't have actual dirt, you know. And he had to continue on with the belief that he was struggling. And that's it. And so that way, even if there weren't that many hand shots when they did, you would see he had dirt under his nails. He wanted to go with it. They should have had some of that. They needed some because it just didn't feel right. They didn't feel like they were struggling. You know, the struggle... I, I didn't feel the struggle. But, all right, we'll, we'll jump back into that. Let's just get into a little bit to your favorite part here. And this is with Elton. <laughs> Elton, still carrying too many bags. We saw this. He was, we saw before he was carrying too many bags. I said it. I was like, there's no way he's going to be able to travel long distance with this. But sure enough, he comes along. He's carrying all these bags, and he sees your boy Percy, who's like half dead on the side of the road. 
and he drags him off into an open field, which looks a lot like the field from the, the, the closing scene. Drags him yeah. into the field. And then this is what you told me. Because at first, when I wrote my notes down, I thought he just got up. Because Percy, you, just, you know, you saw Percy just get up and sits right next to him and starts talking. I was like, what the hell is this? But then Elton quickly mentions, oh, well, now I'm hallucinating and I'm, I'm hearing and seeing what I want. So go ahead. Just what what you had so- to say about that? So I will just say this. Uh, I, I, I would have been totally fine with Elton as a character hallucinating if you had showed that that happened previously. Maybe he could have had a hallucination that his his that his mother was still around and he was having a conversation with her. No, that wasn't what happened. But instead, we get this episode where Percy clearly is shot, as we learn as the episode progresses that he got shot. But yet... He's still talking to him. His spirit is somehow still talking to him, talking about, you're not going to be able to save me. You know, I there's no saving me. But yet this guy, like his spirit is talking to him, but his physical form is laid out on the ground. So I, I don't really, I, if I was watching that scene for the very first time and I wasn't somebody who has been watching the show, I would think the character is dead. It, it wouldn't make any kind of sense. It, it's very confusing to have that, you know, mm-hmm. one minute he's talking to the character, then the next minute the guy is dead. That was that was confusing. It was very confusing. Uh, and then even then, it's like he moves over, Elton takes a look, says, oh, let me examine his body, and sees that, oh, wow, he's been shot. It's like, all right, well, that instantly rules out Silas, because Silas did not have a gun. Again, mm-hmm. this all points out to what we were talking about. It's like, yeah, it definitely was Huck. Everything points to Huck. You know, but then also, during this same part, you got some empty showing up, and this was a key part for Elton because he starts going through the whole, like that that uh, discussion with Percy about life and moving on and standing up, and he packs up all these bags, about to just leave them there. Cause Percy, again, his spirit telling him, "Just leave me, I'm dead." Which I don't, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. So we'll just brush past that. But hey, he says, "You know what? I'm gonna grow a pair." I'm going to eventually have to kill some empties on this journey, whether it's to go find the others. He doesn't have a compass or a cell phone. Don't know how this is going to happen. But then, oh, wait, that's right. I forgot he had the walkie, but still don't even know how he got that. Uh, yeah, right? no explanation. Yeah, no explanation for that part. You know, and so then he decides, you know, I'm going to put this down, and we see this nice little montage thing of him just coming up with different ways of taking down the empties. A lot of it is callbacks to the first episode where he does exactly what Felix had said. They don't show it, but I recall when Felix was like, oh, go for the legs, take them down, always aim for the head. And that's what he does. You know, he sees two of them, he ducks low, he twirls around their legs, does the whole thing. He defeats them. And uh, he's like, yeah, see, I, I chose him. I'm going to save. And then he goes to get on a, a walkie, which magically appeared, calling out for help. I don't know why he didn't do this before when he found Percy, but whatever. He does it now. And who responds? You got your girl. You got your girl, Huck. And at this point, this was when uh, Hope and Iris, and I were they, was she purposely, like, that's, all right, so that's the part I was a little baffled by. When Hope and Iris had that little, a moment where Iris is saying, I don't trust Huck. And Hope yep. is like, oh, you don't know, and this and this and that. Was that BS? Or did she already solve, did she already know all this Was that that she yes. didn't trust? She already knew. Yeah, Hope, Hope, Hope knew everything. Okay. As we learned at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, he, she just told her, 
to stay behind. She just tried to, to tell her to, to try to stay so behind. So that was to save her. That was, all right, that's what's one because it did a cutscene where you see her decrypting the, the message and seeing that it's yep. really, she's the asset and the whole thing. So I wasn't sure was that prior to that conversation. And that's why she didn't listen to. Because I was like, "Come on, oh, this no. is this is your sister. How do you not believe your sister? At least give her the benefit that you don't brush her off and, and take a stranger's word over blood." Yeah, yeah, but but no, that that scene was at the very end when she deciphered. Where they show they showed that she knew all of this stuff. You know, she she knew what 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 they what the goal was that she was the asset, and and then they showed her at the very end, the last scene. She pulled out the gun, which was. Uh, Felix's gun because she intended to use it on Huck. I just yeah, I just wasn't sure if that was a flashback. That's you know what I mean like that she saw that decrypted first and then figured out all right this is what I'm gonna do with Huck because remember she already knew that Huck was talking about oh we need to leave them we're gonna leave yeah. come on and she was willing to do it I'm like how are you willing to leave I can understand Felix because <laughs> Felix is hurt right and that whole thing of like oh his infection is getting worse he can't walk we're in his, it looked like a beautiful house that living room whoa those windows I, I kept looking at this house I'm like this is a nice house you know what why don't you just uh, plant some crops in the back and make a home here this is it no, but when, but for Huck at that point to tell Iris, oh yeah, yeah, I mean I hope your your sister's gonna slow us down too. We need to just go. Yeah, yeah. okay, that didn't fit well with me. I, I was like, that's why I'm wondering if she knew all along, and of course she, as you like you mentioned, she did take Felix's gun, and yep. she had that plan. So yeah, I guess even at that point when she did have the conversation when when um, Iris was saying, yeah, I don't trust her. She also didn't trust her, but she didn't let on. Because she had this plan. But again, that plan doesn't make much sense either. You have everyone in the house. Pull the gun. Everybody interrogate. Tie her up. Do something. Why wait till you're alone with her on the open road? I don't get this. That's what I'm saying. That The scenes in this just don't add up. You know, I, I, you know I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's too much. It's, it's a lot of it. But, but especially so then... Once we see that, we'll just jump back with uh, Elton and with with Percy. We, he goes and he starts patching him up. I don't know how you can do that when the bullet is still lodged in, unless it went yes. out. And if it yes. did go out, come on. That right there, that was once again another thing that pissed me off. Because we just saw in Fear the Walking Dead, where you know last season Morgan gets shot. And obviously someone saved him. They already confirmed that's going to get answered in the next episode when the show comes back. So they're going to at least, you know, explain that. But even in Fear of the Walking Dead, the first episode of the season, you saw that he met the other guy. And that other guy, you know, we, we, we can assume as a viewer that that other guy helped remove the bullet. And we, cause, because we actually saw the bullet. Yeah, yeah, we saw the bullet. At the end, at the end of the episode. So uh, Was that Isaac? Like, I think that was his name. They're the the one that, yeah, he's, he saved him, took the bullet out. So, so. What I'm saying is, from a directing standpoint, you know, there's a lot of stuff that it, it didn't really make sense. You know, you, you have to show this stuff to the viewer because, again, one scene you see the spirit of Percy is talking about, oh, I, I'm you're not going to be able to save me. Then all of a sudden, a couple scenes later, now I see Percy talking to him again. And I and, I, and in the beginning, I didn't I didn't thought to myself, wait, is this the real Percy mm -hmm. or is this the spirit again? Mm -hmm. So it's confusing when you have those type of dynamics. And then of course. Like you said, they didn't show him removing the bullet. Uh, 
We didn't know the severity of the wound. We just knew that he was out and losing blood. But yet, no explanation as to how he was able to patch him up. I, I would assume there was some medical supplies in his bag because he had all these bags he was carrying stuff. That's fine, but still... They could have done a better job to explain that, how he recovered. Yeah, like once you go the route of a, a gunshot, then you have to explain how to remove the bullet. And that's the thing. They should have just went the other route of him being stabbed. They should have did something like that. And maybe the, to explain the noise of what got Iris to run up to the, the room, they could have just made it seem like, oh, well, he fell back and hit a, a table or something, you know? Because at least yeah. with the stab, you can pour some disinfectant. You could do something. You could try to work it. Like you said, bullet, how are you going to explain that? Come on now. You're not a doctor, you know, or, or even a paramedic of that point. He didn't know anything. He just closed it up. You see it. It's like it's his shoulder and he just ties it up. But anyway, we're jumping a little ahead just because the, the key part of this is when he's on walkie-talkie which magically appeared and and if hey if you know something else leave it in the comments we don't recall him taking a walkie-talkie when he left uh, the group yeah. you know elton or percy you know uh definitely not percy because they would have just called him when they were following the blood trail right they could have said hey there's a missing walkie oh percy might have it but anyway while he's calling of course we got a uh, hug she picks up and then that's when I realized, all right, this is the real version. This is for sure of Percy because he's laying on the ground and then he puts his hand up. He reaches up and says, no, she's yep. the one that shot me. She's the one that did all this. And I was like, okay, we get that. You know, and then at that same point, though, this is where we had Huck and Hope, and they're on the road, and this is where the big reveal for everything that we already knew, she spills everything out to Hope. Yes, this was all bullshit. Um, I am part of CRM. I am here to bring you over there. I needed you well, to see what. Well, no, that happened in the next episode. Oh she my! Didn't she didn't yet. tell him. Oh my god! All right, you know what? I am jumping the gun. Then I am jumping the gun because there was yeah, a she lot. Because that's right. The last scene, if I remember right, was the one where. Felix was looking for his gun and realized he doesn't yep. have the gun. And then we see that Hope that Hope has the gun. And then she is about to pull it out. That's exactly what it that is. That was it. To try to get you uh, excited for... Yeah, uh, yep. to try to get excited for... Yeah, you see, and there you go. And there you go. And look at that. That wasn't even 15 minutes, people. And that's everything you need to know about episode 9. Because there wasn't a lot. It was a lot of talking with the back and forth and filler. But... When it comes to the, 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 the meat and potatoes of this episode, it was boom. We found out and confirmed Huck is the, the double crosser on all this. All right. She did all of it. That's it. It was all about Huck. And then we also see that Elton finds Percy. We knew eventually somebody was going to find him, whether it was Silas or Percy. And that's it. And now Percy is still alive. He has you know, been saved. You know, let, let me just say this. I, I you know, and obviously cause, because this show... It's not The Walking Dead proper where it's the same level of violence. I would have preferred to see the scene where Huck took out uh, Percy and, and, and his uncle because mm -hmm. that would have been a, a gruesome scene. You saw. Oh, like a, a, oh, yeah, yeah, like a flashback. Like a flashback. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. Yeah, definitely. I would have definitely liked to see that. There's so many points where this show could have gone a little more grittier. And it was it was a TV fourteen rating. Come on, fourteen. Yeah. You can still show some stuff. I mean, you can show some impact. I, I don't. I think it's sex and, and maybe some parts of blood, or whatever. But there, there's still things they can do. They can do workarounds. They didn't do that. It, it's just uh, they the, the parts that you're like, oh, I would have loved the scene. It's like, oh no, you, you don't get to see that. You don't get to see that. 
we'll just fill in the blanks with uh, some storytelling. That's how we'll do this. You know, but then even that, the storytelling, not so great. Not so great. And we don't want to poo-poo on this. We wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt. We're covering it. But, man, it, it makes it very hard for us to enjoy these episodes. It makes it very hard because of this. Because it doesn't seem like it has a solid direction. And we've heard stories that, what was it, the writer left the show and they had to rewrite everything. There was something yep. along the lines. That, yeah, and everything had to be rewritten within, like, two weeks. And I guess it shows. Because if this was the end goal of just, oh, we just have to get hope to go be with the dad. Why did we do any of this? Why did we do any of this? And, and, and by the way, I, I also want to say this, and, and I'm not going to be, hopefully, hopefully people will not be offended by this. I think it's just a little too ridiculous or predictable that the character's name is Hope. And this is the character that is the hope for the future. I think that's a little too on the nose. Uh, it would have been great, in my opinion, if you had the character's name something else, but it has the same meaning as hope. Because it once it, once they establish that this is the character that that's is true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what? It, right. It's a little too. That's a little too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the right word well, is. Well, then the other part of that is what I was thinking of. Just not even the fact she's hope, but also when she became the asset, when we all seemed to go, she's going to be the asset. And I was like, oh, maybe she is the antivirus. Maybe because we know that's what the dad is working on. He's working mm -hmm. on a vaccine. And maybe there's something in her blood. Maybe he was testing her. You know, like putting, that's what I was saying. Maybe he was doing experiments on her. Because yeah. we heard stuff about her being smart and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was doing something and it's worked. And so that's why they need to bring her over. Because he then tells them, this is all me in my mind, you know, thinking. It was like, oh, he tells the people over at the CRN the hospital. It was like, hey, all right, I have something that I've been testing and it's been working out and it's in my daughter. Because mm -hmm. he adopted two daughters. And I'm just thinking, just craziness, that he adopted two daughters so that way he can run experiments on both of them. Put one on one type of vaccine in one and one in the other and see what happens. That could have been a, a lot more interesting. <laughs> you know, um, I was thinking a little darker with the whole thing because the, the, the only one dark side that we received from any of this is just that now Elton hates his mom. You know, remember, he, yeah. he, that was it. He's he ripping up the manuscript. He's like, I'm done with this shit. He was like, I'm nothing like her. And this whole thing. Because that was the other thing. He was telling Percy about his mom. He's like, And she was like, well, are you more like Hope? I'm like, what? He's like nobody. The kid is a kid. And he's lost. And he, he has no guidance at this point. He didn't know what the hell. He was just out yeah. there to, to do this exploring for his mom. And that's gone. So now he has no path. But yeah, whatever. So... It, it, one, one, one final point I also want to make about this episode, because we, we mentioned this before we started recording. They introduced the character of Will, um, and I guess they introduced him in the scene where, uh, you know, Felix was basically interviewing Huck to find out more. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. We did see the, the intro to Huck, sort of an intro, because we yeah. just see her showing up, but we still don't know. If it's the the backstory of what she told Hope about, oh, they found me uh, being raped by some people that found me on a raft, you know, and they saved her. It didn't seem like that because she's in there talking nonchalant. She's very cool and relaxed, like, hey, yeah, and she's joking. Uh, if you've been in a horrible situation like that, that's not how you react. Yeah, it, it, exactly. it basically made it seem like she just walked in, sat down. I was like, yeah, I want to join this group. 
And yeah. and uh, yeah, and like you said, this is where that's right. This is where we get to see Will for the first time. And and, and one thing I do want to say about Will, I know they had a couple of scenes in this episode where you know they were he was together with uh, Felix. If I was the one that was writing this show and directing this show, I would have put this in the episode in which we learned about uh, you know Felix's backstory because that whole episode, if you recall. It was about him getting disowned by his parents. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's like, and it's like he just went off somewhere else it's because he wasn't accepted. It would have been a good comparison to show whether he was accepted by, of course, you know, the other people at the community, and of course, Will. So I don't know why they waited till this episode to introduce this character. Because I feel like right toward the end, yeah, right toward the end. And how about this? And this is something that, well, that triggered in your head. What triggered in my head is when he was introducing himself. Hi, I'm Will. He said his name and the whole thing, and he talked about all these degrees he has. You live in a small community. How has Felix, who is obviously doing interviews, and for everyone that joins in the group, he even said it. I've been doing this for four years. How have you not met Will? How do you yeah, not know? Did you? Good question. Did you? Did you not bring Will into this? How do you not know this man? You know, it's like what's going on? You know, it's like one of those things. It's little holes like that. I, I like no one reading the script felt like this made sense because you, you know, he introduced himself and then he's like, "Well, I thought it, Felix. I thought I was doing interrogation. I've been doing these for four years." Well, you've been doing a bad job because Will is here and uh, he's clearly been here for a while now and he talks about all the degrees he has. And so he wants to sit down with her, with with um, with Felix and then also join in on his interview process. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, that didn't, that didn't add up. But you know what? That was it. That's what you need. This was really pretty much just a setup for 10 and I can understand why they decided to spit them both at the same time because not a lot of meat on this. But yeah. everything comes into the fold in the other one. So here we get some answers. We got the Percy. We know Huck is bad. And so, and then we see Will. So now we are going to jump into the other one, everybody. So thanks again for listening to this one. Next episode coming up in a few seconds. Here we go. Beep.